0: Welcome to the Linguist Lounge, a podcast dedicated to all us world language teachers who want a place for ideas, humor, and professional development. Whether you're a seasoned veteran or just starting out in the field of language education, we aim to offer valuable insights and practical tips to help you improve your teaching skills that will better connect you with your students and your craft. From classroom strategies and lesson planning to cultural immersion and technology integration, we cover it all in a fun, quick, and engaging way that will leave you feeling inspired and motivated to take your teaching to the next level. Welcome back, everybody, to the Linguist Lounge. I'm Luke. I'm Delee. And I'm Heather. And how are y'all? I feel like it's been (laughs) at least one calendar week since we've seen each other. It has. It's actually been eight days. Oh,
1: yeah. Really?
0: Yeah, it was Tuesday. We normally record on Tuesday, and today is Wednesday.
1: It's summer, so
2: it doesn't matter what day it is. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it it is Wednesday. That's right. That's right.
0: It does matter, but less. Less less so. (laughs) I feel like they all do kind of just you know blend together blend together yeah anything interesting happening in your world heather
1: um well we were just talking about shutters making making some shutters i love a good project i love making things creating things out of wood
0: you're like handy manny
1: yeah i want to be a carpenter if i if i could do it again i would be a carpenter
0: could do what again
1: pick your career oh (laughs) my career not your career i wouldn't want to pick (laughs) your
0: career i was gonna say be born again (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like the greatest carpenter of all.
1: That's exactly right. A carpenter like Jesus. I love
2: that. <laughs> um, well, you could, but we don't want you to. No, I, I, because you're so I'm good at what you do. It.
1: Yeah, you
0: yeah. could do it on the side.
1: I do. I do do it on the side. I do do it on the side, but I don't have the right tools. Like, I don't have the right tools for this. For this project but my neighbor does so that's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is great stuff so we love a good neighbor yeah, yeah. like a good neighbor stay firm <laughs> there
0: yeah my, i have good neighbors that bring me like ladders and stuff
1: yes well she's not really a neighbor she's a little bit farther away than a neighbor but
0: just so everyone is on the same page, we are talking about Heather. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Heather's did, a neighbor, but the ladder's is really a neighbor?
0: Yeah. No, not really. Also, she brought me a ladder that looks like it came out of like 1948. Uh, no, it's not an a frame ladder at all. It just leans up leans on it. Leans on the house, yeah. How are you supposed to use it if you're not leaning up on things? Well,
1: like obviously, sh- your wife is going to have to hold the bottom of it.
0: Ew. Is it for your two story dangerous. library? Is it on rollers? So no, roll it, it is a big old library. Like it's so long, it'll my Two story library? No. You
1: ha-
0: you I do could. have a room, a bookshelf room, don't yeah, you? Yeah,
1: if we stack them on top of each other, it'd be two stories. That's not.
0: <laughs> no.
1: I have enough. <laughs> I have enough books. I are they all yours?
0: The I think that some of them are your your PhD husbands. Well, all husbands. of them are my
1: PhD husbands, but we have shipped them across the ocean, not yeah. once, but.
0: So you're taking wow. you're taking ownership. Yeah. Ooh, I that was it. a large expense, wasn't it?
1: Oh, yes it was. <laughs> yeah. I imagine it Useless was. Useless expense could be, you know, questionable. I mean you but. could
0: rebuy the books. Although some of them probably You couldn't. know what?
1: That probably would have been cheaper, honestly. T B H. Uh-huh. Hey, well,
0: they didn't leave, they didn't bring anything back from Germany with them except the books. The books. They thought about leaving their daughters, actually.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. Well no. <laughs> <laughs> Wheel. <laughs>
0: Um, I don't
2: think. <laughs> All right. So to be clear, let's clear up some things. Heather and her husband did bring their daughters back from yes, Germany. That's true. Um, they do have a lot of books. Mm-hmm. Her ladder is really just a ladder for household purposes. They don't it's have a two-story book. Room. No two-story, no two-story <laughs> library.
0: Yeah.
2: And not really neighbors, but yeah. is Close. she's such a neighborly person? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I bring you, you a ladder
2: ladders. too, Dilly. So if you were well, closer, she, you bring my. I live forty minutes out. Right. And you guys, you should know that. We she, would, would bring, bring you, you, you a ladder.
0: ladder. Yeah. I would if I had one, but I don't. I have Heather's. I Heather, actually, I think I have Heather's brother. Are you,
1: are you, he's offering no, me your ladder. Oh. Is that okay? It's, well, actually, it's Fiona's <laughs> ladder, <obviously>. Oh, interesting. <laughs> okay. Well, that's new information.
0: Um, nothing interesting is happening with me. Thanks for asking. But I did go to Ikea <gasps> yesterday. No, oh. Monday. I got oh. confused about the days again. Ikea, though. Yeah ikea Uh i I call it ikea so um no offense to anyone who doesn't say it that way or whatever but um (laughs) yeah so that's like our yearly mecca Uh We like to go to ikea sometimes we go in memphis and sometimes we go in atlanta but you both know i don't know no one else knows this that would be listening to this podcast probably but y'all know how i how much of an affinity i have for ikea bags yeah the blue ones ones. Mm -hmm. oh yeah Mm -hmm. slash any sort of like they're so great Iteration of that. Well, guess what I found? No one can see this, but I'll try to insert a picture of it.
1: It's a oh, tiny
0: IKEA bag. It's, it's a baby bag. It's on a keychain.
1: I think did you bring me one of those lashes? No, I, think I you got
0: brought- you a media. Actually, size. no, oh,
2: it's not yeah, yeah. like a fetus bag because he's got it chained inside of his real bag. It really? <laughs> like is. an umbilical card.
0: <laughs> fetus bag. It has insulin in it because um of the diabetes that I have, but I just mm-hmm. thought it was so fun and cute. So here. that just
2: makes that task.
0: Better. Uh, not better, but it makes it less enjoy. I mean, more enjoyable. more enjoyable. I wouldn't say better. It's the little things. Yeah,
2: and it really is little. You
0: less <laughs> I love little it. I mean, I honestly I cannot. I couldn't speak highly high enough of a blue IKEA bag. They're mm-hmm. so versatile. They are so versatile. We use them when we move. We buy yeah. them every time we go. I had when I had my clothing do.
1: business. I used IKEA bags with a like, frokta,
0: yeah. IKEA bag. Yeah. Yeah, all the time. You had a clothing business? I did. This Shlept. is new information. I didn't, that all around. didn't know this before. Yeah. Here? And he Where? asked you in, in your
2: episode, tell us something about uh, you that we, that don't, we know. don't know. What kind of clothes did you business. sell? A uh,
1: little thing called Luluro.
0: I don't know. I don't know. It was a clothing say,
1: brand. And you, like, it was kind of a... Like a
0: multi-level marketing? N-
1: well, I guess so. It was like Tupperware. <laughs> like you buy the stuff and uh-huh. then you sell like it. Like those Lulu kind
0: of I mean. Lulu Row.
1: Yeah, that's what it was. Row. Oh, that's what it is Not Lemon. That's different No, LuLaRoe Yeah There's Lularoe. a documentary about them There now, is a documentary about them is fascinating.
0: Mm. it is fascinating It's fascinating Speaking of documentaries Have any of you watched The Big Happy Family No Documentary about mm-hmm. the Duggars No no. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. I'm going to watch it. I've seen it on the Book of Faces, you. but I have not yeah. watched it. I'm really interested in that whole situation. Mm.
1: Interesting. What about you, Julie? What's up with you? Uh, Yeah, stuff
2: is happening, but we're the honeymoon of summer break is wearing off, so we're going to have to pivot And I don't know, a few days. A, a l- little bit of joy has been sucked away, you know, car issues, stuff like that. It's not fun stuff to talk about. So.
0: Aren't you going on vacation next week? <laughs>
2: oh, thank you for <gasps> reminding me. <laughs> oh, that's good. Perfect we, Timing. thank you yeah it is perfect timing yeah. we are headed to the mountains in east tennessee oh, um, yes. where we're actually not staying in the mountains we usually get a cabin in the mountains if we go there but we are going to the lake Johnson and friends City, are coming tennessee. and we're boating oh yeah and this is water is my therapy yes.
1: for sure there you go and it's perfect it's
0: I'm, I'm like a, a cat i don't really want to be yes. wet ever.
1: oh i do yeah no water is yeah. where it's at but so ocean like, lake it don't matter. Lake water
2: yeah. Yep. Even lake water. Yep. Yeah. I know. I know. I get it. Like I have friends that are like, ooh, lake water. Yeah. But I, I mean, I get it. I but I grew up on the Tennessee
0: River every oh, weekend in the. Were summer. you born in in the river?
2: Uh, not that I'm aware.
0: Like the Pickwick no, I lake. in Alabama. Oh, really? Like the Pickwick Lake.
2: No, we went to uh, Paris, Tennessee, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's where yeah we bond paris. Our boat yeah that mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry french <laughs> teachers that i just butchered that <laughs> <laughs>
0: oui,
2: oui. Paris, in a oh
0: i'm not even gonna try because let me tell you something <laughs> all the french teachers out there y'all are doing the lord's work because i just <laughs> that language is not it <laughs> i mean it's fine i guess but if you speak Extra if you speak in spanish or if you speak any other language french it just becomes very challenging Because you're like, there's a lot of letters in there that aren't being pronounced. Mm
1: -hmm. That's true. That's
0: why y'all have to include the subjects in there. Because all the words sound exactly the same. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not. I'm not interested. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I just defended like one third of our listening audience. But it's
1: okay. (gasps) Is that the people in Turkey? Did we hear from the people, the person in Turkey? No,
0: I haven't heard from anyone in Turkey. Who
1: are you? Well,
0: maybe if we'll put another, we'll put another homing beacon out there for the Turkey. uh, Turk, if you want to let us know who you are. And how you found us. That'd be great. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Anyway, I'm going to pivot to the conversation that we're going to have today. Excellent. And I think everybody knows that the best way to have success in your classroom, or one of the best ways anyway, I should say, is to really like dig into building relationships with your students. Absolutely. And so what we want to do is we want to talk about like different ways that we think would be. Uh, good ways to kind of try and do that. And then maybe like stories about how we've been able to do that over the course of our careers. Mm -hmm. And just like in general, you know, like, like I just said, I found that if you really like take the time to build relationships, they the kids in your classroom are going to do what you want them to do. Nine times out of 10, you're going to have that one kid every once in a while. I know I keep going back to that, but there's going to be that one kid every once in a while that just, you're not going to get to reach. And we've all had that kid. Mm-hmm. We'll call him Billy Bob for now. We can call him Jaden. Oh, we're not going to call him that. We're going to call him Billy Bob. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there's always going to be that Billy Bob that you're going to just have a really difficult time getting to un- like know who they are and understand how mm-hmm. they tick. So just you know, take that kind of thing in stride. But I would say in my career, building relationships has been the key to success for me and just being able to get them to do what I need them to do every day. Because they like you and they want to do it for you. So yeah. mm-hmm. Um, I think I think we probably have Like what Two Three or four each Yeah That yeah. we would just like to, If you want guys For just sure. want to go around I'll start here Yep So my number one Is that I wrote down You can. I I didn't put these in order by any means because I didn't feel like there was a top three. It's just three things that have worked really well for me. Mm -hmm. But the first thing is just to show interest in Mm -hmm. them, like not just be interested in how they're doing in your class, but show interest about how who they are as a person. Like, what are they interested in? What are things that they like to do? What sports do they play? Another thing is if if I know that they have a sibling, like I can usually find out they have a sibling, and then I can use that too. Because a lot of times for me, like. I'll be like, oh, well, your brother plays baseball. Do you play anything? And they'll be like, how did you know I had a brother? And I'm like, I know everything. (laughs) But also, just to kind of throw out there, that usually our – student information portals have the siblings you can go in and see and especially if it's if it's a younger kid like for us that teach world language a lot of us teach like ninth and 10th graders 11th graders sometimes but for the lower levels it's like 10th grade for us specifically yeah and those kids have upperclassmen siblings usually a lot of them do i will say so it's really an interesting like to see their face kind of light up if you've either had their brother or sister before, or if you know who they are, because mm-hmm. that gives them like you, they kind of put, puts a face to them as well. It yeah. makes them feel like not so isolated in a lot or the of the eye roll.
1: If they're like, depending yeah. on how they feel about their sibling,
0: that's true. Cause sometimes their siblings are very different. Mm-hmm. Most of the time they're very different, yeah. but um, it's just, I, I know that like family stuff is, is can be like really weird sometimes to talk about, but siblings I think is a good jumping off point for like, I know a little bit more about your life, and I I want to. It just shows them that they you've. I, I want to use the phrase done done some research, but it shows them that you care enough about their life to like know who's who they're related to, mm. and that's been something that's really been good for me. Also, like hobbies or any goals that they have. So, like for example, I know last semester I'm thinking of a girl specifically who. She was very 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 into art like any kind of art but especially especially drawing like pencil pencil sketches and that would give me an opportunity to like talk to her, and she would like she showed me her art, and she would come and be like, "Do you want to see what I did today?" Or she would bring me something that she drew me. I know that Delia and I had a student two years ago yes. uh-huh. that was uh-huh. always drawing horses. Horses. And she, mm-hmm. as soon as we found out that she liked to draw horses, she would bring us horses every single day. Like, yeah, my
2: filing cabinet by the end of yeah. the semester was all just full of her yeah. horses, specifically? horses and mm-hmm. horses, horses, yeah. and she was phenomenal. She was and a she, horse girl, and it was huh. really interesting to see the progression of how really? she got better from the beginning yes. of the no semester because I kept. Yeah. Yeah. I kept almost every horse huh. picture yeah. that she gave me, and it That's did incredible. get better. Yeah, yeah. so she enjoyed. She herself, she like she herself. She enjoyed yeah. looking at the progression oh. of her artwork. Um, did you put a reflexive in there. That was. Really I know funny. that was weird. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, but <laughs>
2: um, Luke, I also put down like getting to know them and their individual interest. But I want to talk more about this, and I want to say, how does that look like? in your class like mm-hmm. what how do you go about doing that because i think it's pretty obvious like we you should to yep. get them get to know them on an individual And i think we all think that, that that just sounds like an obvious but it's i feel like it's not right. as like easy how. as it mm-hmm. always seems to be so right. i want to know because you're really yeah. good at it and you are too i want to know how y'all both do mm-hmm. that and work that mm-hmm. into your class time or out of class
0: time, whatever. I think I've said this before in like a previous episode, and I wish I could remember which one it was. Probably engagement, honestly, because these, as I was going through this, a lot of the engagement things touch with the relationship. Yeah, I don't as think well, it's
2: a coincidence that we began with engagement. Yeah, exactly. It all goes back to that. And
0: uh, for me, it's just like finding that one on one connect with them in some way. It doesn't have to be a long time. I, I mean, Obviously, you're going to have students with whom you're going to spend more time with because of your personalities being similar or because they seek you out or whatever. But I think the the thing that I mentioned maybe a few episodes ago was something that I heard a few years ago that has really been very helpful for me as a teacher and something I kind of like put in my toolkit to use is halfway through your semester to make a list of the students in your classroom just from memory and then compare it to the list you actually have and the ones that took you a long time to remember or that mm. you forgot altogether. Oh,
2: love that. Yes, I remember. Are the kids
0: that you need to spend more time mm. with? Mm-hmm. That's a because good idea. Nat, like I said, naturally there are kids with him we're going to spend more time. Like mm-hmm. I had a kid last year who I spent every single day with for hours and hours basically <laughs> cuz we just spent a lot of time together and that was great, but there were kids who who I didn't spend that mm-hmm. much time with that I had to really like you know middle of the semester pivot to like spend more time with mm-hmm. them that should be our word for today pivot because we've said it eight times <laughs> but i think that once you have like nailed down like the kids it, it doesn't even have to be like a long drawn out thing just mm-hmm. be like like something that i like to do is like while they're doing bell work mm-hmm. is i like to like circulate and yeah. just ask them questions that are totally not related to what we're doing right. okay. like how are you doing What's going on? Or How like was last period? A lot
1: of times, their shirts or like something mm-hmm. that they're wearing, or like those little—remember those little skateboards? They do their finger skateboards. Oh yeah, like if yeah. Some, Can you really skateboard? Like just oh, whatever yeah. you can see about them right. during that time. So I'm hearing circulation, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: whatever you observation. Can see, ob- yeah, mm-hmm. that's obvious about it. Just yeah. asking them about it, and a lot of times, it's you know you hit, you've struck a chord when their eyes light up. Yeah. yeah. Like, that moment is when you're like, you have to create yeah. a
0: touch point in some yeah. way with all those kids. And so it sounds
1: like you're embedding time. Mm-hmm. Cause I like, and you're
2: saying, you know, during bell work, that's one thing that I definitely want to improve on because I do a big group discussion right. and I think it falls flat after, A few Mm -hmm. days Mm -hmm. Or whatever Like When you try to talk To the whole class A lot of people You're going to get The same people That always volunteer Or whatever Mm -hmm. When you're trying To talk about What you do Over the weekend and Mm -hmm. I mean sometimes I'll still do that Especially if we're Practicing that structure Mm -hmm. In the language Mm -hmm. But like as far as Like getting that That individual Contact time Like I don't I don't think A whole class situation Like embedding it I do it kind of on the opposite end, like at the end of class. i kind of make sure that there's, mm-hmm. you know, as they're working on individual assignments or yeah. wrapping things up that I'm circulating definitely in the last half of class. Something
0: that less. I think was was as has worked really well for me is just like vary, varying what I do every day. It's yeah. so like some days I do things that are full group. Some mm-hmm. days I do things that are like s- a small group. And mm-hmm. some days, sometimes it's individual work. Mm-hmm. And I think it just depends on the day for me. And it gives me an opportunity to like, so something that I like to do that's less... Uh, one-on-one and more like me with one table, which works really well too, is that kind of group work that they work at it. And I have my kids in groups, like table yep. groups. Yep. So, it, you know, I have like six six. We all do, to note six. It. Like we all have yeah.
2: visually, you know, we have grouped our students for sure.
0: I have six groups in of six. The, so it classroom. allows me to like, go to six people at a time and talk to them yeah. instead of, cause some, and some kids are like really stressed out by the idea that like I may want to speak to them one-on-one. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like gives me yeah. an opportunity to like talk to them all, but it's not everybody. Cause I feel like some kids just get lost in the shuffle either by, mm-hmm. by way of like not being loud or by way of like being very, uh, kind of like just blend in. Don't make a mm-hmm. don't. I don't want to make a. I don't know if make a scene is the correct statement, but I don't want to stand out in any way. Mm-hmm. And then you have kids that are like, please stop talking. Please be quiet. I don't want to see you today. Those <laughs> are the kids that I'm thinking <laughs> of that that could really benefit yeah. from me spending time with the other kids. So yeah. I think just like a, a variation of work every day, because I do I do think that there are benefits to like having some sort of like do now or bell work situation. Mm-hmm. That are ancillary to actually just doing work. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, because it does give me time. Like, if we spend, I mean, and this might be a uh, a totally, this might this number might be outrageous, but if we spend like twelve to fifteen minutes doing an activity at the beginning of class, I can get to a lot of kids. Right. Yeah. You right. You know, I don't know. I for me, I feel like that that the benefits very much outweigh like the cons in that yep. situation of having Absolutely. like a fifteen And I minute think honestly, work. I
1: think the kids like count on it and like. Enjoy that mm-hmm. time of interaction because I'm not sure that the other teachers do that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it might not have a ton to do with what we're going to do that day, but. Investing in them, and that's you know what we're talking about building relationships. Investing in them shows them that they're worth it, and then they in turn want to do more for you because they know that you've invested in them.
2: It's, I mean, I'm loving what I'm hearing. It's, I, I think about though my really rigorous master's classes and the way that y'all are saying y'all do that, and which I'm loving this. Just know that so counterintuitive to what you actually get taught Mm -hmm. when you're sitting behind Mm -hmm. a desk. It's like get get started right away. Don't Mm -hmm. don't lose that time because that's how you set the tone. But like actually setting the tone building the relationships yeah you get it, more out of it for sure it, it, yeah mm-hmm. there's a lot of i think there's a lot of i guess i mean emotion, emotional yeah. but just relationship you know relational yeah. front loading yeah. I think, on that way I to where they can push past the hurdles and yeah because uh, yeah, well, we have almost 90 minute class blocks yeah. too so that's a long time yeah um, but it's a good it, that's good for relationship i building, think I too think.
0: there's been i mean even just in the last like 10 years there's just been so much more like emotional need of mm-hmm. students than there ever has been Yeah, like,
1: even the last like four or five i years, mean so. yeah
0: i like just think about we've we've just come out of a global pandemic not four years ago right mm-hmm. so like there there's such a i mean i i lean very heavily into like making sure that i like meet the social emotional need, mm-hmm. needs of kids because i know that they're they well number one they may not be getting that from anybody else mm-hmm. and yes. number two like that's literally some of the best that's, like, some of the best teaching I do is when I know that a kid, like, cares about what I'm saying. And, like, I've spent time, like, sewing, uh, investing. We, my, my wife calls them inv- emotional dollars into kids. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. because you're going to you're gonna be able to get that back. Yeah. Like, the dividends are going to pay. So, like, something that I'm really going to focus on this year. It's really interesting because I have, like, we've talked about this before in the third episode or maybe the fourth. I can't remember which one mine was. I think the fourth. But I didn't I don't have like a formal background in education whatsoever. Like I wasn't trained to be an educator. I was trained in the school of teaching. So like as in just go do it. And you'll Mm, you'll figure out how to do it as you go. But I think I'm gonna definitely this year, I'm going to put more um effort into like doing things that are not specifically related to the content that I'm teaching because I really do feel like like I've said, I've been saying, I really do feel like that's when I get the best payoff for them from them is mm-hmm. when I have like put in a lot of effort to yeah. like try and get to know them and like do things that are fun and do things mm-hmm. that like push them to like get to know each other and know me better. And something that I'm going to try to do is like just like incorporate more like games but not games that are related to the content okay. just games in general i'm so glad
2: you said that yeah. so i want to share one of the things uh, that i put down in my notes about building relationships is have fun beyond the lesson mm-hmm. um so again i i'm very much i would say an a I don't think there's a right or wrong. But when I hear Luke and Heather talk about this, you know, front loading at the beginning class, I'm very much more right into the content kind of teacher. But I've gotten a lot, uh, much better at making sure I embed this time to get these individual touch points or, or small group touch points with students. And something I do is especially when I take, you know, like assess, okay, are we getting done what we need to get done? And are we in a place that I feel comfortable with? I will stop if I feel like they we're at a place and we will do something fun Mm -hmm. that doesn't necessarily happen i'm all about i've got tons of cards um board games i mean i remembered like to the day before the last day before christmas break um which is for us not a full like we don't always have every single student there um but i mean i got my phone out and i have this app like the headbands it's the digital Mm -hmm. headbands Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. we just play stuff like that and so playing games and having fun beyond the content because yeah. we i mean we're all i think we're very much game-based people and we, we, we'll play games with the language too mm-hmm. but i think sometimes breaking from that yeah yeah just to have just mm-hmm. to have fun well, not and again I, I feel like you know i don't want to give this impression that i'm not teaching spanish it's yeah. all a means to an end it's all what luke is saying just right. a minute ago like it all gets me the product yeah. that i'm wanting to at the end of the day yeah. And I there's, like, a been. lot
0: to be said about, like, the climate that we're all teaching in, because I feel like there's, there's very few of us that kind of are in the middle of this, but there's very, very te- teachers that are very much like, you come in and you work, and you work the entire time. And then, unfortunately, we also have on the other end, we have teachers that are like, we're going to sit here and do nothing yeah. for 85 minutes. Yeah. So, like, th- both of those are... I don't want to say that the, the working all the time is bad. I think there are things you could change about that. Obviously, the no working at all is bad. But I think that there's like a way to do like, okay, we're going to do what we need to do. But we are also going to have t- time to have fun and have time mm-hmm. to like just chill out a little bit. Because yeah. like it is a very, I mean, you think about it. We don't, I think we're, I think that sometimes we forget that like for this, for the, for the kids that go to school with us, this is a full-time job. Yes. They're doing this for more than 40 hours a week, yes. most of them, because they're doing activities and sports, and they're exhausted. By Wednesday, by Tuesday sometimes, they're very tired. They're, I mean, you think about how tired we are. A lot of these kids do multiple extracurricular activities. Yep. They have other things they do outside of school. They have church. They have uh, Homework. brothers and sisters that they take yeah. care of. Mm-hmm. Homework, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So like, I think that we just have to like extend a little bit of grace sometimes. And I
2: think that's a good point. As language teachers most of us being exposed to another culture at some point like also having responsibility to teach them what is a measure of success and productivity Mm -hmm. because we have a really talk I mean like I'm not saying it's always bad we get a lot of stuff done as North Americans but like sometimes we view our success on a very tangible number of of, of productivity how much we can produce in um, any given time and I think that Teaching our kids there could be a different way to look at your success um and mm-hmm. showing them that there's another measure sometimes is yeah. a good thing to do yeah.
0: mm-hmm. we're bulldozing heather here yeah
1: we are um well i was gonna say two things that kind of go along with that um is as far as the how because you'd asked how you yeah. try to build those relationships i um also notice specifically like, you know, the kid's name that, you know, first, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Like mm-hmm. that kid. So I can always tell <laughs> that that kid is going to be the kid that I need to build a relationship with the quickest yeah. and the fastest. Cause once you get them on your side, <laughs> there's
0: no anarchy. The, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> then they help you get yep. the rest of the people at your table. Cause like they said, we have tables and, but you know, you can tell like who the ringleader is and like really getting in with that ringleader. Mm-hmm. And um, how do you do that? And well, I've got a story about that. So I don't know if I've told you about that tell you guys about Finn.
0: Hmm. I don't know. Maybe. maybe.
1: My, my three-hour detention.
0: Oh, no. yeah. Okay, you tell me about this. I don't think I do know this. On yeah. this or just in life? Just in general, in okay. life, yeah. So
1: I had this kid's name is Finn, and I had him when my I first started my teaching career in the middle, like in January, and I took over for a teacher where all they did was have fun. They had no content. They didn't know any, any German at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and he challenged my authority then in eighth grade, and it was just awful. And then, lo and behold, I had him again for German four, and I cannot believe that he stuck with it, but he did, obviously, maybe just to have me again and get back at me. Um, anyway, <laughs> he continued to give me a hard time, and um, I was like, Finn, this doesn't work. And at that school, we were in charge of our own detention. I don't even know how that happened, but whatever. Anyway, I assign, assigned him in an atten- detention, and I was like, Finn, we're not leaving this room until you let me have control of this class you are not and cannot be in charge of this class i have to be and he was like no absolutely not and i'm gonna still you know we just went round and round four hours i mean i'm not even joking it was three hours later when he finally was like all right fine you can be in charge and i was like all right you're dismissed and we had a great like i actually used him as a reference to get this job uh Wow. Like, yeah, but, but it so took that long. And he had a lot happen in his personal life. Like his dad had died in that year and mm-hmm. it was a whole, mm-hmm. it was a whole thing. But he knew like, and he actually like, I I have a picture of me wearing his jersey and it was one of those, you know, like we do with a jersey thing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But, but I was surprised, it shocked me. I mean, I think I cried when he handed it to me because I was like, I thought for sure that you hated me. Um, but just, you know, tough love. Like, I'm not sure that they, especially for those kids, that's what I mean when I say like figure out who the ringleader is. And yeah. He was for sure a ringleader. Yeah. Like, figure out who that ringleader is and invest, 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 invest. It doesn't always yeah. work. Um, there's some kids that just don't believe you yeah. or, you know, think it's real. But with finding those ringleaders, that's uh, that's one of my biggest tips is find out who the ringleader okay. is and invest in them. And then you get everybody else as a result, mm-hmm. which yeah. is something that is hard to do, but worth it, okay. well worth it. Yeah. Good tip. I like it. Don't I always have to assign a three hour detention It'd probably work another yeah. other ways, But <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> No she's saying everyone needs to go Assign three hour detentions to those kids uh, Oh my goodness. That really is uh, That kind of like Ties into something else that I wrote that has been Like very uh, It b- has been a very good thing For me too is just to be like funny Like to be <laughs> To be funny to be sarcastic Like what I wrote down was like Go to their level because sometimes that's what you need to do. Like, and I'm not saying that you have to remain there because we do have to be professional. But like, I found that some of the some of the kids that I have the best rapport with are the kids that I can just like say, "You look, you looking at me crazy, mm-hmm. you talking to me crazy, like stuff like that." Because that really, like, I think they respond well to that. Because I feel like sometimes they look at teachers as like robotic. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. And I think that it shows them that like we have a personality. We have like. You know, like there's more to us than just like I'm here to teach you and you're here to do work for me, right? Like, and it has really worked really well for me. Like, I yell at kids, like in jest, obviously, but I like yell at them down the hallway mm-hmm. or like yeah. be like, "Oh, she late, she late," like stuff mm-hmm. like that. I just I love doing that kind of stuff, and I find that they like really like it too. Yes, they and do.
1: They respond I, to it for sure. And
0: I think they're, you know, I I can like already kind of hear people being like. Not, I don't know who the people are. The metaphorical people out there, I can already hear them being like... Because kids always say to me or to to, to other teachers that are like trying to be chill and try to like really build really strong relationships with, with the students that were like the cool teacher. And I think there's like a bad... People look very negatively on being the cool teacher. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times cool teacher kind of like associates associates itself with like being... Very chill. Like, we're not going to do anything permissive. permissive, Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't think that that's necessarily the case all the time. I think sometimes it is. But I think sometimes you can be, because, like, I like the phrase cool teacher. But I think there, like I said, there are so many teachers that would hear that and be like, oh, I don't, that's a red flag. Oh, absolutely. That's a red flag. But, like, the thing about it is, is, like, number one, if you're in a situation where, like, your administration hears that you're, like, a cool teacher and they want to come into your classroom and watch you teach, just let them yeah just let them do it like if you like for me i i know that kids think that i like am chill and kids think that i'm like cool like i'm trying to do a humble brag i don't know if it's working or not but like i'm also <laughs> very open to like the administration coming and watching me teach because mm-hmm. i know what i'm doing and i know that i offer a lot of value to the kids so right like i i don't know i don't i think that we've we've somewhere along the way we've got it we've got to like change the, the notion that being the cool teacher is a bad thing.
2: Or changing what a cool teacher is. Yeah. Like, you might hear a student, one one student might say, oh, he's a cool teacher, and because that maybe that teacher let them be on their phones for yeah. an hour and mm-hmm. a half, that ain't cool. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah. that's not cool. Yeah. But what is a cool teacher? You Like, you can be cool, but also set boundaries mm-hmm. and actually teach them something and honestly, And honestly, I think fun. that's what so, they yeah. mean mm-hmm. is that
1: it's a balance between, like, my kids know we're going to work the whole time, yeah. like, we're not going to not, Yeah, but we have fun along the way, yes. like, there's no, like, you can be both. That's like, I tell the kids, you know, that one kid, I tell them that too, I'm like, you can be the class clown and still be smart and get your work done. Like, right. the really smart people can do both, but it is a balance and not everybody can do it, you know? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I had another thing on my list is, and they kind of go together. Um, is like going to their things, like finding out what their things are. Mm-hmm. Like my hockey players, I think from the last episode, yep. find out what their things are. But then also remember to ask, like if they f- if you know that there is a soccer tournament, and you've got some soccer players. Hey, how'd you do? Did you get any playing minutes? Like right. knowing things about their sport? Yeah. Like sh- it shocks them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It shocks them that, you know, and care. And yep. again, outside of your like, I care about things more than just German and soccer does have you know, a lot to do with German. But, um, <laughs> you know, just caring about things outside of your your subject area right like I
2: mean yeah with soccer I mean I'm not I know very little about soccer but I'd happen to go to um, Nashville's uh, professional soccer team game and I went up to every person on the soccer team the next day and mm-hmm. told them that I went and some of them could have cared less but some of them had engaged in a really nice conversation yeah. and yeah mm. exactly like so Yeah, I mean, and, like, I think you could talk about their sport, but also just be like, this is something I can talk to them about. Here is Mm -hmm. a touch point, whether it's about them actually playing or something that I know that um,
1: they're interested in. Yeah. Or also, like, using it as an example, like, because, you know, the book, for example, might use a lot of, like, soccer, but, you know, you've got, like, some skateboarders or Mm -hmm. hockey players or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, like, using their somewhat smaller hobbies or whatever as examples really – Like I said, and it shocks me, I don't know why it shocks me so much, but especially with the guys, like you would think like high school guys wouldn't think that was cool or whatever. But I think despite themselves, you can tell by their facial reactions that it does. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, I have a question and it kind of relates to the last thing that I wrote down, but I wanted to ask you guys how you foster this in your classroom. And another one of the, well, I already have already set this up, but the last thing I wrote down was to... Uh, one of the keys to building relationships with your students is to create or foster a welcoming and inclusive classroom that all students feel valued, respected, and included in. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to ask you guys, how are ways that you think that you do that? Crickets.
2: (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, it's a a serious question and it deserves, I think it deserves a lot of thought. I want to to fill the space. I want to say immediately is circulate circulating. We've already said that Mm -hmm. and making sure that you get individual time. um, Are you speaking directly to like issues that come up with specifically like diversity and inclusivity like making sure that every single person feels valued it could be
0: that but it could also just be as simple as simple as i mean we could relate it back to like showing interest like just as simple mm -hmm. as like i know i'm choosing you out of everybody in this classroom to like to talk to to talk to Mm -hmm. yeah
1: yeah i think while you are thinking about that um i know i have gotten the compliment so a lot of times we get notes i don't know if other teachers like if they ELA department does it or something but we get notes from kids Mm -hmm. quite a bit Mm -hmm. which is super cool um and I've gotten the compliment more than once from students that like that I do that like everybody like I don't just have I don't know some teachers choose like the cool kids or like a group of kids that they want to be in with and I think we've talked about that before but um I've gotten the compliment before like that it's interesting that everybody feels you know like I talk to them and not just right. like one group of kids. So I'm not exactly sure how, but I know that what I do must foster that because of, you know, kids that I wouldn't have thought would ever notice it have not only noticed it, but written about it in like a letter to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that just goes back to, you know, I'm, I'm a really big, like reading their face. I was going to say, going yeah. back to what you said earlier, being observant. Yeah. yeah. Just uh, really Watching their faces because w- despite themselves, I almost feel like they give themselves away yeah, with their facial do. expressions. They're children. Yeah, yes. exactly. And just, and reacting to that. And, and maybe it's the mom in me too, you know. I just would hope that somebody, if somebody saw my kid with a face like that, that they would ask mm-hmm. and care. Um, and yeah, and everybody comes in with a different facial expression, especially if it's different from one day to the next. If they came in, they're really mad or, you know, I'll tell them to take a mm-hmm. lap or know try to catch them at the door if it's you know something that looks like is making them sad or whatever right. but just really reading the room i think that's yep. so huge and yeah it is harder to do the more kids you have but yeah. they really respond to that and again it's super shocking consider how old they are but still you know that just shows you that a hey, they are kids and right. they just they want to be cared for so yeah. i think just reading the room but then also going on it like when you have a I don't know, gut feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. they need something today. Yep. You yeah. know? And they may not react to it. They may be like, no, I'm fine. They don't want to go into it, right. but you still ask. Yeah, you, you still
2: know? ask, and they came away feeling yeah. cared for.
1: Yeah, picking up, like, I think noticing
2: things that are typically off of... From how out they of character. Are. Yeah. You know, if, like, seeing a student that maybe is getting more drowsy. Like, I'll definitely... Go up to them without judgment and say i noticed you know it wasn't a one-off now this is the second right. time i've seen you wanting to mm-hmm. drift off and this would be a student that might be normally really engaged and not have a problem with that and every single time sometimes like you said i got more than i was expecting but right so like sometimes it's just like yeah it's been an off week something's kind of happening right. here yeah. but it usually it usually helps whatever's going on yeah. in yep. the classroom exactly. is um as well yeah, so I would say noticing things that
1: are out of well, and I think, are out of routine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've said it before, too, but I also like to use the before after school, like with the makeup work thing. Mm-hmm. Just because they've mm-hmm. missed for a reason, you know, especially if it's, like, a longer time that they've been out. But just to use that time, too, to be, like, not, not necessarily nosing or poking around, but just, you know, hey, is everything okay? Like, right. just checking in with them. And sometimes they'll, they'll go in for it and want to share, and other times they don't. But, you know, either way, you've asked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so
0: yeah i think something counterintuitive is to very much show them like to be transparent yourself like something that has seemed to have has worked or seems to have worked very well for me is like just being honest with them about how i'm feeling about things or if i've made a mistake like what i mean by mistake is uh, the the example that i'll use is like last semester maybe like in April, I mean, we were like knocking on the AP exams door. Like we were, we were all, we were at the doorstep and the kids were just like, totally not there for it. Like they didn't want to mm-hmm. do anything. They didn't want to, like, they barely wanted to show up to school. And I just like let them have it mm-hmm. one morning. Mm-hmm. Like because it was day. first block and it was bad. <laughs> and I, and it was really, it was very harsh what I said to them. And I knew what I said was, how the correct feeling. So I, what I wanted to say was was in there, but how I said it was wrong. So the next day I came back and I was like, I just want to tell y'all I'm really sorry for the way I talked to you yesterday. Like what I said, I meant to say, but I should have found a different way to say it. Mm-hmm. And they respect. Like I feel like they responded and respected that very well because at the end of the day, like. I said this earlier in this in this episode but we are humans and we make mistakes and I think that sometimes teachers are viewed as like untouchable yeah. or maybe we view ourselves as like untouchable in a way and so like For me, like, that transparency begats transparency. And so if I can be honest and transparent, then I think that they'll do the same thing. I mean, and that may be something that may be to a fault sometimes because I don't – sometimes they're a little bit too honest. But
1: But there's something to be said for them hearing an apology from a grown-up. I don't know that they hear it from other teachers or at home or anything like that. And so Mm -hmm. when you do, I think they – you know i mean you don't have to apologize every day but yeah. like well they, if you're
0: apologizing every day that might be a, a sign problem. of something else going on
2: yeah yeah <laughs> you need to check in with yourself about that if you're
1: doing that yeah.
0: but i do think G- give the, us
2: a give us a shout out yeah. we'll talk to you through, I it. Do we'll talk through
0: it i just do think it's very wise to like look like be a- introspective enough to know that like hey i really did not handle that situation the way i should have or maybe i should have said that differently or whatever the case may be but to like really go back and just kind of be like i'm really sorry that that happened like that was not my intention at all and to kind of just like reinforce the boundary or the not the boundary but the um the goal of what you were trying to say was this is what i meant to say Mm -hmm. i said it just really harshly but you know and after i had that conversation with them they were like you should have said that a long time ago and i was like yeah probably but
2: yeah. Um, well I'm so glad you brought that up because I actually did order mine um, and my number one was be real mm-hmm. um, just be real so again if you, if your goal is transparency and like real relationships then you got it you gotta set the tone for that you yep. got to be real and I think about this as a parent but I definitely i think let this flow into uh, my teaching as well i like i want my students to know me i know mm-hmm. that sounds weird but I don't want to be this distant character that that teaches them Spanish and there's this wall between teacher and student. Yeah, there's got to be boundaries. I get that. But I really like just want them to know who I am and why I'm here. And again, why I think, you know, what we're doing right now is relevant and important. And I can't do that without sharing appro- right. appropriately, sharing right. appropriately. things about mm-hmm. um, my life and not, I don't, I don't lie to students. I, I, I've, I've absolutely said, I'm not going to answer that question before but i'm not gonna lie to them and i'm gonna be real about i'm gonna be real as appropriately Mm, as i can yeah no because we
1: also (laughs) see them like luke and i at least we'll see our students like at walmart or at kroger or whatever like that like we live where we teach which is the first. right it's not that i don't go to
2: the places y'all i'm not a
1: hermit but i live pretty far from (laughs) (laughs) where we teach
2: yeah um but i would go i want to circle back to the thing about the cool teacher as well i was thinking as you were saying that and i thought about my be real comment and i was like some of y'all and I don't mean this in a wrong way. Y'all, y'all aren't, y'all aren't cool. Air quote, cool. You're not air maybe quote. funny. You're not sarcastic. You can't get to them that way. And I just want to say that's okay. Right. That's okay. Now, if you just have a terrible personality, I can't help you with that. But <laughs> <laughs> but like I but like if you're really not the funny teacher or yeah. the cool. Teacher, you have to be real and pick the best part of you to right. share with mm-hmm. the students and be real. Yeah, and like I can't you. yell you like that can. every but single you could. time
0: you could, do oh, it. Oh, she
1: loud, y'all. She could absolutely do <laughs> it. You should try it. Let's do it. <laughs> but my microphone's not loud enough. I think we need I louder. i using my voice though.
0: Yeah,
2: most of the time true. it's just his voice. Yeah.
0: We clap say,
1: people
2: into the room. Remember that day, everybody that yeah. came into your room, we clap for. Yeah. And I just came in because I wanted people to clap for me. There was a
0: there was a sub across the hallway, and he was really getting into it too. Oh, he did! He started clapping. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that was so great. Yeah,
0: he was like, um, "I love that you do that. Do You yeah. do that every day." And I just straight up lied to him and said, "Yes."
2: <laughs> <laughs> the novelty would for sure yeah. wear off, yeah. but but fine, find your thing, yeah. right? right. Find Authentically, your thing. you yeah. and the students will respond to that.
0: Yeah, they they can smell fake. Oh yeah, and they they definitely and they'll probably tell you if they they get will too. they will they'll be like why are you being so fake today mm-hmm. yeah no I mean that's that is definitely I love that statement because that's so true I mean you have to whatever it is that that you are you need to like really make that work for you yes. like if if you're it, so for those of you that for those of you I say you because I know it ain't me but for <laughs> those of you who can't be funny or you know for those of you who don't want to be sarcastic if you feel that you can really like care about the kids, like, I mean, this is a, this is a a weird example, but we have had a colleague that maybe wasn't very funny. Maybe wasn't very like sarcastic with her students, but I could tell that she had kids that she deeply cared about because they followed her around like a puppy. Yes. (laughs) So, I mean, and that, it, that worked for her. So I think everybody's got their thing and I think that you have to figure out what it is. And like, that really will help you to build those relationships with, your kids right with the kids in the classroom especially and then that's gonna i mean i i have still have students that i hang out with now as 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 they're adults so i I know that that was because of the relationships that i built with them back then Mm -hmm. so you guys this has been so fun and so enlightening and i feel like there's a lot of really great things that you could like take and run with here yep Mm -hmm. yeah um well as always you can find us just anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on podcast things. I don't even know what they're called. Oh, but man. You can go find us there, as always. We're on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, if you want to find us on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash linguist lounge. Instagram is at linguist lounge. We would love for you to join our community there and have conversations with us and respond to our stories and send us DMs and ask us questions, whatever you want to do. And also, if you want to email us, you can email us at linguistlounge at gmail.com. In the meantime, we would love to hear your stories of how you fostered engagement, or Mm -hmm. not engagement, relationships in your class. I'm still thinking about engagement. They can be either. Relationships or engagement in your classroom. (laughs)
2: Sometimes they look the same.
0: Exactly. They are. I mean, I I really do feel like one begats the other. But I would love to hear your stories of that. So please let us know. And as always, we will see you soon. Goodbye. Bye,
1: y'all. Ciao.
0: The linguists would like to thank the following people for their help making this podcast possible. Christian Depoy for use of your studio, you're the literal best. Our families, for putting up with our crazy notions and allowing us to do it anyway. We love you all. Our friends, for supporting and loving us, we are truly grateful for you. And to you, for tuning in. We hope to see you again real soon. Intro and outro music by Brotheration Records. Podcast logo designed by Monday Morning Creative Studio.